So that's pretty heavy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's also one of the one minutes for Christmas. <laughs> I don't remember that. No, it's well, it's a movie fact. Oh, that's a new. That's oh, we didn't cover that. I thought you were saying we've already done that. Okay, good. As as long as I'm Just not done. This year's Christmas theme is depressing. <laughs> Let's make Christmas, but sad. What are you pointing at? I'm pointing at anything. I was just resting my arm like this. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good rest. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Hey, man. What? Whoa. That ready, huh? Okay. Sorry. Whoa. Go ahead. Yeah. We're, I'm re- we're ready. Let's record. <laughs> hey, man. What's up? Uh, have you ever heard of Jake McNice? McNice? Yeah. Well, or, or James McNice. Oh, he went by Jake. Yeah, I never heard of Jake, but James I know. Yeah. What about Jake McNasty? Are you, is that a joke or is this? <laughs> no, that's his name. That's his legal. Jake name. McNasty. Yeah, Jake McNasty. Okay. Jake. Jake. Jake McNasty sounds like uh, the uh, bad guy in. Remember when McDonald's made cartoons? <laughs> uh, uh, Ronald yeah. McDonald and the gang, yeah, and, they had like a card, and he would fight Jake McNasty. Is yeah. what it seems like. I remember that. Do you remember any plots from that? For some reason, they were on like an Easter Island. Yeah, I do remember situation. Easter Island. I remember they had like they. I remember it started out live action, and then they would go down the slide. It would turn into a cartoon. Oh, remember that? That's interesting. I don't. But yeah, it was a weird. I, I don't know what's. I mean, I guess it's got to be. And at the bottom, there's Jake McNasty being like, <laughs> "Oh no, it's McNasty." He was really scary as a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he grew up and and he grew into his nasty. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> that what if feel I like ran thirteen point one miles instead of twenty six point two? Could I still get a sticker on my car? <laughs> Do you want me to shoot know. you? So you can have a badge. <laughs> I'm curious what it feels like. <laughs> Find a chicken who had laid six eggs, and he was stoked about the egg. I don't like you today. I don't, <laughs> I don't like you most days. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Who's Jake McNasty? Uh, Jake McNasty. He is. Um, he's. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to like, I don't know like how to do like a like, you know, you know, a lot of times we'll have like a a top level like this is who he is and then we tell the story. You know, just tell the story then. Okay, so he was born on May 24th, 1919. Um, Okay, and he lived in in Maysville, Oklahoma. Uh, As a kid, he uh, he was your typical rough and tough Oklahoman. Uh, you know those. You know those. <laughs> you know those rough and tough Oklahoma. I do. I've seen the musical. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like those. I haven't seen the musical, so I don't know if you're referencing. Well, they're rough and tough. Yeah. Okay. Good. There's a whole number in there. <laughs> There's a- called roughing and toughing. <laughs> We're roughing toughing Oklahoma. That's the line. And you uh, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Wow. I just have this intuition for musical numbers. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a gift. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that, and there's, they say it's a shame that I'm not using it. Um, but this guy used his gift of being a rough and tough Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, is that what you call people from Oklahoma? I think you had to write the first time Oklahoman. I think Oklahoma is way cooler. 
Good morning, Oklahomers. <laughs> Oklahoma. just feels great. Homie. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahomian. You know Oklahoma- they've got someone's Oklahoma- got someone's got a, a line. Of, there is an entrepreneur who is twenty three years old yeah. uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Who drives a 2014 BMW and yep. he has a clothing line. Yeah. And all of it says is Oklahomies. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sells a course. Yeah. An online course. Yeah. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about how. Yeah. So I started a I started a business called Missouri's. Okay. It doesn't flow as well. Miss Miss Homies. Miss Omies. Uh so he he played football in high school. Uh, and then he also got a job, which I don't know if something you could still do in high school. I don't feel like this is something I've heard advertised or seen. But he high a, schoolers doing? Yeah, or but he like, got a high school job. Like he, most high schoolers now, like they they're a cashier at Walmart or like they're like making sandwiches at Subway. You know, like those are like where most high schoolers go get jobs. Okay, he got a job. A funeral uh, home. <laughs> no, he got a job as CEO of a major corporation. No. Uh, firefighter. He got a firefighter job in high school. Like he was a part time. Uh, it depends on the size of the. Really? Yeah, you can volunteer it. Well, it wasn't right? a volunteer. It was a job. He, and so he was like living at the firehouse and he well, would I mean, it, It's what? What year is it? Freaking nineteen thirty? I mean, guess it is. Like yeah, it's it's early. Um. So yeah, maybe maybe back then. I don't know. They let people do so much, but they let kids like work in factories and stuff. Yeah, that is true. That's why we think, you know, millennials are always like, oh, houses are so expensive. And it's like, yeah, dude. I mean, like, we're letting back adults then, build them. <laughs> well, no, back then, like, you know, the dad went to work and the kids went to work, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a weird conspiracy theory. You had a four income household. Yeah. Holding that. You have a conspiracy theory? Let's hear it. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't tell it. That's fine. Let's not hear it. <laughs> so <laughs> he was a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, so he was a firefighter. <laughs> Is this the true story of the bald knobbers? No. Oh, dang. Um, so he was a firefighter. That is something I want, though. Put that on the list. Is that a real thing? I thought that that was just a ride. The yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a real thing. I don't. This is the last year that rides open. By the way, we got to go. They're closing it. Mm-hmm. Why? They're gonna put something else there. Well, I guess that makes sense. So he was. Uh, it hasn't really been the same since that guy died on it. Someone died on it. Yeah, like a long time ago, though. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like before we were born, we've oh. ridden on it many times. So you're saying you knew it had it been the same? I didn't know. Uh, I'm saying the locals say it hasn't been the same. The locals is say it like a little bit more creakety or something? Like no, they is hear he him. still on the ride? They hear him. <laughs> yeah, he's in there saying like he's the voice. He's oh! the fire in the hole guy. He's the that's that's not part of the ride. Every worker in Silver Dollar City is like what when we people come out to like stop. Like, who's saying that? <laughs> They're like, we can't get that to stop. Yeah, that's scary. So Jake, yeah, uh, he's doing the firefighter thing. He's in high school. He's, you know, shut up. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, oh, you just came back so you're like, so Jake, he's doing the firefighter thing, right? Okay. Anyways, He's doing the firefighter thing. He's in high school, and then something big happens. Something big for the whole world again. World War Two. He's in high school in 1940. It's the end of one. I think he's like a young adult now. Hold on, let's do the math. Mm. If 39 is when the war started, like 22. Yeah, so young adult. And so the war hits. Um, He's still holding down his firefighter job, and so because of that firefighter job, he's exempt from the draft. They're like firefighters don't have to go. 
Cops, you got to go. Firefighters. Oh, really? They sent cops? I don't actually don't know that. Oh, okay. Um, but firefighters were exempt. Uh, I'm sure all first responders were exempt. Yeah. Um, and so he was exempt from the draft, so he didn't have to go. But unfortunately for him, um, he also was a hothead. Um, and so he was he he didn't He's just so mad at all those fires, dude. <laughs> he showed me like, I'm so gosh darn ticked and this house on fire. He's like, no more fires in my town. And he would, it would be really bad because someone's standing outside their you know life, you know, because especially back then, burning in front of them. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> you freaking idiot! How did you make this happen? What, what are you stupid? You? you deserve this. I'm and so people, sick of these fires. You're like his bedside manner is not great. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Um, no, yeah, he, he was constantly getting in fights and like fist fights. Yeah, fist fights and and he was just a tr- he was a troublemaker people? anyone. Um, he was he was your he was he was a troublemaker people. Okay. People would see him coming and they'd be like, watch out. Here comes the trouble man. <laughs> so you'd say you're saying people would see him coming and you're like, oh, we got trouble right yeah. here in River City. Yeah, right. You're in. We got trouble that starts with T, which rhymes with P, which stands for. I forgot his name. <laughs> Jake McNasty. Pake McNasty. Pake <laughs> McNasty. Yep, yep. Um, so uh, was that a reference to something, or did you just write that? No, I just made it up. I don't believe you. That was a reference to something. <laughs> no, I just made it up. Was, was that just, from Oklahoma? No, I was just singing. You <laughs> was know, that from Oklahoma? it's just that Broadway I got in me. You know, I just. It's I just got that Broadway. In me. I got that Broadway in me. You know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that stuff just comes to me. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. It's I, like you know, I'll be sitting there. And it's, <laughs> it's like the music of the night. You what? know, it just, it just comes to me. I don't think that that's what that phrase means. Okay. Okay. Um. So he he was constantly getting in fights and disagreements and stuff. Stop your face. Um. It's, he was constantly getting in fights with people. Sorry, and, and, I know show tunes. Okay. Whatever. Uh. So he he gets in a fight at a he gets in a bar fight. Um. Kicks the tar out of this guy. Is facing charges. Yeah. Um. Finds hard out. Knock life. <laughs> finds out. <laughs> you, do you know that one? I do know that one. <laughs> I hate that the only musical you know is freaking Annie, dude. I don't know it. I just how do you not know that line? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, All right. So he I'm find, done. He hears. He hears through the grapevine. Um, sees it on a TikTok. People don't like him. Sees, sees one of those people on TikTok who tell you what the cops are allowed to do when they pull you over. He sees one of those and they say, if you're a soldier, you can't go to jail. And so he goes and he enlists in the military because he's like, I don't want to go to jail for kicking the tar out of that guy at that bar fight last night. And like you would rather go to the front lines. <laughs> He's like, beach jail. Oh uh, yeah, I just don't want to go to jail. And so he goes and he enlists and he goes to basic training. And training goes really well for him. And by really well, I mean really bad. Um, he has a problem with authority. Uh, and so he uh, he tries to skip like most of their like routines that they have, where it's like the morning roll call and like saluting the flag or saluting yeah. anyone or calling people by their title. Um, and the reason he cites for not having to do that was he was half Choctaw Indian. Um, and he's like, so because I'm in the tribe, I don't have to do that. And like, no, that's not how that works. And so then uh, <laughs> so, so it starts okay. out really rocky. He has a rocky relationship with everyone else. Sure. In the camp. Um, and then he also uh, he's at lunch one day and he's in the lunchroom and he asks one of the officers. For How is McNasty it, spelled? I'm not past it. M C N A 
S T Y. Exactly oh, what I okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in the cafeteria. He's in the cafeteria. Asks an officer for his butter so he can put it on his bread. And the officer your, was can like, I get your butter." Yeah, he's like, "No, it's my butter." And so he punches him in the face. Uh, <laughs> and so obviously you get in trouble for that. That's goes, behavior what? that doesn't go on. It's like what I did. I'm the trouble man. He punched <laughs> him over some butter. <laughs> yeah, I punched him for some butter. Uh, he's like, he's like, you can't give me that butter. And he's like, no. And he's like, you're gonna get a fist to your face. So he's he's trouble man, right? He's not a good guy. Is this the point I'm trying to illustrate? Um, but he was exactly the kind of guy that the military wanted because they're like, he sucks. But if we could get <laughs> him on, on the front lines, <laughs> they whisper when they go, hey. <laughs> That guy stole your butt. <laughs> that guy don't want you to have that no German butter. guy over there. Also, he no butter. <laughs> also, he loves fire. He He's loves fire. He just and loves he's just fire. Like, butter, fire. And if you don't kill him, you're going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Kill him. Then no, they were like, they were like, this is exactly the kind of guy we want. We want an unhinged person that we could put in ridiculous. <laughs> Parts of the war, sure. Um, and then, but he's tough to deal with, and so they start isolating him. Um, and he continues to do things over and over and over again that put him in worse and worse situations until eventually they create a unit that is literally just him uh, in like basic training, and they're like, "You are." this unit go do whatever you want. Well, let's not do whatever you want, but it's like you're by yourself. Like we don't want you around anyone else corrupting everyone else. Okay over time. They start sending all their bad people to be with him, and so it ends up becoming this group of five it's of like them. Like juvie, yeah, kinda. But yeah, uh, there's a group of five of them. Where the Rat Pack? What is this? <laughs> kinda. And so there's a group of five of them in basic training. And so just basic a mess. training. I just want to make sure I'm clear. Yeah, you show up to the camp, right? And there's a couple guys over there, the good old boys. You know, <laughs> you guys are sitting over here, and they just. They're like slick. They're like Captain America looking. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Real sharp. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got like the schlubs, people who are drafted. They've yeah. not, they've not run more than two blocks in their entire life. Yeah, they're really struggling. And they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared of war. And then it cuts over to these military guys, all in leather jackets. No one knows how they got them. <laughs> they're all smoking cigarettes, and they're just sitting there, and they're all like, yeah. yeah. You walk by them, and they're like, salute me, boy. And then you salute, and then they're like, you loser. I can't believe you did that. Wow. Wow, what a lame. Uh, <laughs> you see that boy salute? Yeah. What else what am I supposed to do? This is the army, right? The army <laughs> salutes. The army? <laughs> That's how he talks. <laughs> what am I supposed I to do? This is I thought the army salutes. What's well, your arm? first day? They haven't made him tough yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a boy. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> All right, let's go. So one night this group of rag taggers uh, they go into town on leave uh, and they go to this bar and while they're I the like the idea that they're just walking through the bar slapping people's <laughs> drinks out of their hands. We're soldiers. <laughs> We're in the army. We're tough. They toughed us up already, but they've also got like they're in the army. They're like the tough guys, but they've also got like a little chant that they do. They go a R M Y, you know army 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 guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like A R M Y, <laughs> and they're like <laughs> they're acting so tough. <laughs> but they're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm an army guy, <laughs> not afraid to die because I'm an army guy. 
And someone's like, what the heck are you doing? He's yeah. like, shut up. Shut up. Did you hear what I said? You just spit. <laughs> Unnecessarily. Not even. Not even spit. Not just. Even. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing comes, comes out. out. I'm an army guy. They'll CGI that in later. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Movies, he just thinks he's in a movie. Movies aren't even out yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> 1940s, bro. So they go to the bar. They go to the bar. They're at the bar, and there's obviously this is near base. Turns so into a brawl. There's a lot of soldiers there, right? So there's a couple soldiers that do something questionable that aren't a part of their group, their group, right? And there happen to be some military policemen there. And so the military police, they like pull that guy aside. They're yelling at him, and like they're like getting ready to like beat him with their nightsticks, um, which is okay. Okay, it, it, you know, forties. Uh, <laughs> and so they're getting ready to beat this guy, and McNasty steps in. And, he and goes, it's like, no, <laughs> take me instead. <laughs> no, he tells him. He tells him, hey, don't don't mess with that guy. Like he tries to stick up for him. He's like, he's like, don't touch that guy. Like he didn't do. Anything and they're wrong. like, okay, like, just let him go home. So they beat McNasty. No, they're like, like, no, like he deserves it. We're going to we're going to beat the tar out of him. And so he proceeds to take both these military police officers nightsticks, beat the tar out of both of them, take both of their guns and unload their guns on all the street lights on the street and just blows up on the street. And then he turns to them, hands the guns back to them and says, all right, you can take me in now. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna get arrested for this one. <laughs> Can't outrun the law forever. <laughs> this is my moment. It's I'm an army guy. AR. <laughs> <laughs> M Y. <laughs> and so they take him to military prison. Um, and so he's in whatever his cell. And while he's in there, he's in there a couple of days. And then a uh, uh, commanding officer comes in and says, McNasty. He's like, we got something for you. And he's like, what? He's like, he's like, there's this thing we're trying to do. He said, we just found out. <laughs> we just found out that a group of Japanese soldiers just did a ruck march hundred miles. Um, we want to outdo them, and we think you give us one of the best shots of doing that. We're trying to do 143 miles, so we want to enlist you in paratrooper training. And there's a base 143 miles from here that does paratrooper training. We're going to send you a group of you guys. There's going to be like 80 of you. We're going to ruck march you down there so we can beat the Japs and be like better than them. And he was like, <laughs> he so confidently was like, it's sure. like, it's like, it's like I can do that ruck march. He's like, I won't even change my socks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Sounds he sounds like he's not to be messed with, man. That's the most intimidating thing I've ever heard in my life. I won't even change my socks. I'm not even gonna change my socks. I mean, think about it though. 143 mile walk. The next time I'm in a fight, <laughs> the first time I'm in a fight. <laughs> next time I'm in a fight, I'm gonna hold him. I'm gonna say, hey, hey. I'm not even gonna change my socks. <laughs> You messed the wrong guy. I haven't changed my socks for the last 143 miles. And then that leaves a lot of questions. When you it's walk like, 143 <laughs> miles in my socks, <laughs> then you can change it. Then <laughs> you can say that to me. And he's like, he's like, and I won't even blister. That's what he said. He said, I won't even blister. And the commanding oh. officer was like, sure. Okay, thing. sure. Whatever. Sure. Who cares? Okay, cool. I quit <laughs> listening half a second ago. When you said I'll do it, I didn't hear anything after it. He's like, they'll let you out in a couple of days. Sure. And you can get walking when they We're do. Gonna, and you'll know because they'll just open the door. <laughs> <laughs> no instructions. It's just go for it. It's 143 miles in some direction. <laughs> yeah, just 
Yeah. Let's see how tough you are. <laughs> Let's see how, how tough Figure are you. Figure it out. <laughs> Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Things I Learned Last Night. If you're enjoying this, let me recommend one of my favorites, uh, Emperor Norton. It's this dude who just decided he was the emperor of the United States. Uh, no one agreed, uh, but some people did agree. It, it was weird. You should check it out. It was a lot of fun. Um, but other than that, thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver-infused fabric, and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, you, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-A, in at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, one of the things that I have a problem with is I am a bottler. And that means when I feel something, any emotion, um, typically negative ones, I will bottle it up and pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, it's, a, it's a thing I've struggled with for a long time, uh, and I think a lot of us can sympathize with this. We, we deal with stressors in our lives, whether they're big or they're small things, we bottle them up, uh, and then that can start to affect us negatively, it can weigh us down, but therapy is a safe place we can go to get those sorts of things off of our chest and to figure out what the things are that are actually weighing you down, because sometimes you bottle that stuff up and you didn't realize you bottled it up. Uh, that's been something that's been super helpful for me with my relationship with my therapist. He walks me through these things and uh, unscrews the bottle caps and lets, lets things explode all over the place uh, in a safe environment uh, where that's kind of the understanding of what's happening. Uh, if you're thinking of getting giving therapy a try, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get masked with a licensed therapist or switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. And so he, a couple days, a couple days go by and they, uh, they come and they shackle him up and they walk him out to the starting line. And here's all the other soldiers <laughs> that are like in their gear. And he's Not still shackled wearing, up. And he's, he's like, still wearing his prison uniform shackled up. And then they unshackle him, they hand him a uniform, and he joins this march. And he's one of eight people who finishes it. 
Um, makes it all the way there. Didn't change his socks. What does the rest of people do? They fall over. Yeah, they. I don't know. Skip to the war. Um, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> I mean, no one was. Is that like, like they had? Like when your friend skips a grade? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? They skip the war. Yeah, oh no, I did World War One, but I skipped World War Two. Yeah, you're too smart for this war. Yeah, I went straight to the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah, I don't think you need to do that one. Mm, okay. Um, so he I took a test, and he he didn't change his socks, didn't get blistered. And a lot of people to this day are like shocked by that because it's a long. I mean, you would expect blisters, especially because with that you're carrying the pack, like you're carrying yeah. a lot of pounds. Um, and so I'm, I'm at least pretty confident that he like drove half of that walk or something. Got what? It, got an Uber. I think he cheated it. I think he cheated. I'm pretty sure he cheated. Okay. I don't think he's above. I think it. he walked on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he cheated his way through the walk. I think he skin crawled. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> uh, so he gets to paratrooper training, does the whole training, whatever, uh, and they ship him off. And they're like, okay, he he has a lot of other things. He gets in fights and stuff like that. You know, he's always getting in fights, doing the thing he does. Um, by now, he's his little his little cadre has grown to thirteen soldiers that are pretty much just the people everywhere else in the army. Where they're like, we so it's just, don't. It's him and thirteen other people. Thirteen. Well, it's him and twelve other people. There's thirteen of them total. Oh, um. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Sounds like another cadre I know. But it, it, this is it was it was everybody who everyone else in the war was like, we don't want to deal with you anymore. Go hang uh, out with that McNasty guy. <laughs> Sounds like another cadre I know. You know, Go let me away. tell you about Matthew the tax collector. <laughs> <sighs> and McNasty said to him. What's your name? Simon. Shut up, Peter. I think <laughs> not even close, dude. Not even close. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> I said Simon. That doesn't say uh, anything like that. I don't know. He's been calling me Peter for years. I'm just, I just, I, <laughs> I just, I just kind of went with it at it. this point. Yeah. It's because it means rock. I'm, I'm the rock. <laughs> okay. He told that guy. Write that in your book. <laughs> He told that guy who couldn't walk to just pick up his mat and walk. Yeah, it was dude. kind of aggressive. <laughs> and he did not do it. That guy's still laying there. <laughs> so McNasty goes to war um, with his group of thirteen. Sure. Um, while they're there, uh, they're breaking a lot of rules. Um, yeah. The biggest of them was uh, there was rations. There's water rations that they had, um, so everyone could. <laughs> and you know, they're just chugging away. What? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this water I'm drinking. W A T E R guy. <laughs> I'm a water guy. <laughs> I'm a water guy. Water guy. What, what can, can I, I say? say? You can't keep a boy from the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a water guy. What can I say? H2O, I be drinking all day. <laughs> I like this picture we've illustrated of all the soldiers in World War II just saying about everything they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to paratrooping. <laughs> and so uh, it's good times. Um, <clears throat> we're just we're teasing our new musical. 
World War Two. Well, it's hard World to War say tunes. World War Tunes. <laughs> World War Tunes. Our new record coming out. Um, so the reason they, and they were, were going to release one six months later called the holdouts. <laughs> it's a little bit of a yeah, it's a, a little song. bit of a callback. There you go. Um, <clears throat> Why'd you? I did the same thing you did. You did that exact same thing. Play it back on. He did no, the no, 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 exact no. same thing. I, I was did. saying the holdouts was like a little bit of a jazz song, and you said, "Oh, it's a callback." But um, yeah, and that's what you did. I went ha, and, and I you went, went da da, which is it's the same thing. Cheesy. It's just as cheesy. And mine was like it's just jazz. as cheesy as your jazz roll. Jazz. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I don't like you today. I don't, <laughs> I don't like you most days. <laughs> we got a lot to get through. Keep going. Uh, I'll shut up. So the water rations, um, they were using a lot of them because what the water rations were Played for in the sprinklers. The <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to have a water gun fight? <laughs> D- e- guys, we're putting on a car wash. We're going to raise money for the <laughs> army. <laughs> Come on down to front line three. <laughs> Get those buggies washed. He, he opened up his own fire station in Paris, and that uses a lot tanks of water. Tanks are $10. All right. <laughs> not, I'm going to wash that tank. Wash your, hey, you're one of the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did. They were trying to lure him in. And they were like, what if we did? What if we did a car wash? <laughs> What if we try to lure in the bad guys? Come to get their wives. Oh, dude. And we blow them up. And we get them, man. <laughs> we just got to all take our shirts off. Hold up little signs. Say car wash. Write it in German. What's what's car wash in German? Car wash again. <laughs> it's car wash, dude. Car wash. Car wash. Car wash. <laughs> this is bad, dude. So what the water <laughs> rations were supposed to be for? What were they using it for? <clears throat> there was, what, what they I'm were saying. supposed to be for was obviously drinking water yeah. and bathing. They didn't do either of those things with it. Instead, they were doing. Uh, they were uh, leaving camp in the middle of the night and they were going hunting and they were getting whatever they caught hunting. Um, large game, small game, <laughs> medium game. <laughs> sure. And they were bringing it back and they were using their water rations to clean their game and cook their game with it, which was totally against the rules. Sure. Uh, they had f- army food that they were supposed to be eating. Also army food. <laughs> also on top of that, um, they're in France and there was a pretty strict rule in this country that <laughs> I don't know a nice way to say this, but uh, all the animals were the king's animals and if you're going to hunt them, you have to have permission of the king and they did not have permission of the king and so the king fined the United States mm military $10,000 for killing all of his animals, oh. which at the day was probably worth more than 10,000 now um, <laughs> probably. And so they got in big trouble because not only were they using too many water rations, but they're eating the king's meat <laughs> and that was a problem for okay. everything. Um, and so oh, it wasn't it was just pets <laughs> and they uh, they ate all the king's horses. <laughs> I'm going to eat all your horses. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I'm going to eat all your horses and I peed <laughs> in your dog's food. 
So they uh, they get this fine, and then on top of that, they weren't using their water rations for anything other than cooking and cleaning their meat. So they weren't bathing. <laughs> they were so dirty. So they smelly. smelled so bad. Okay, and, and so they're they, like, guys, the enemy can smell you. <laughs> yeah, they can smell you guys coming from the, the top of the parachute. Yeah, um, <laughs> the top of the that moment where you shoot the plane flies over. They go, <laughs> I smell Americans. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's where the stereotype comes from. <laughs> and so they got they earned themselves the nickname the Filthy Thirteen. Um, Oh, because they were filthy uh, and no one wanted to be around them. And also they kind of got isolated because of the other fights and stuff and just being annoying. Generally, um, they were the only ones who sang. Everyone was like, oh, these singing guys, guys again. come on <laughs> with the show tunes. <laughs> but then also secretly everyone's back and they're like, everyone's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're singing it. Sigh the right. Frick, dude. Can't get it out of my head. Get it out of my head. Um, So finally, uh, they're stationed in France and they get their first shoot call. Is that what you call it? Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's time to shoot, boys. Uh, But parachute, not shoot, shoot. But you'll probably do some shoot, shooting after that once you land. Shoot, shoot. You're going to shoot, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it with the singing, boys. And take it back. I can't do it. I can't. I don't know what to do. And so this is the night before D-Day. Okay. Their mission was to parachute behind enemy lines and they're going to land at this specific bridge and their goal was to hold that bridge down for the American forces to be able to cross that bridge. Okay. Or if you're not going to be able to hold that bridge down, blow, blow it, up. it up. Yeah. Yep. So that way they can't get their reinforcements in one of the two. That's your goal. Here's the deal. Um, they are part of a group where the majority of people are going to die. Uh, what they're doing is they're they're dropping behind enemy lines. So they know they're going into a really dangerous situation and they're loading up the plane the night of the operation and uh, Jake McNasty takes his military issue razor and shaves his head into a mohawk um, and everyone's like, what are you doing over there? And he at first justifies it and says, this is what my ancestors did because he's part Choctaw and he's like, this is what we did when we went into battle. Sure. Later in an interview, he said, just and I don't know. Cool. I don't know which one's more true. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I I think I believe the original story more than the secondary story. The secondary story <laughs> seems like he's messing with someone. Okay. But later in an interview, when he was asked about it, he said, "I heard there was a lot of lice in France, and so I wanted to have l- the least amount of hair as possible." <laughs> <laughs> but I left a little bit in the middle, <laughs> just to tease him. <laughs> just to be like, "Ooh, <laughs> what you gonna Look do?" Look at lice? this lice. <laughs> So he shaves his head into a mohawk, and he okay. the, one of the planes that they were taking into this operation had just recently been painted, so it had wet paint on it. And so he takes the white paint off the plane and starts painting like designs on his face. And everyone else in the group is like, "Oh, this is really cool, this cool guy." And so they start. <laughs> we're gonna do that too. <laughs> they start all shaving their head and painting their faces. What they didn't realize was that there was like an army photographer there who was taking pictures of them doing this. And so this is a colorized photo, obviously. Um, yeah, it's got color, but in this, it. <laughs> but this hit uh, the papers back home uh, a couple days later, and people lost their minds. These are the heroes of the war uh, already, just for this oh. one. Yeah, because they, I mean, they look cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, they like, look cool. Like even look, to today's standards, they look cool. Now they do look like like, um, and I'm gonna say this strategically, 
local <laughs> UFC fighters. You know, not they're not make they don't know Dana White. They want to, <laughs> you know, that's their life goal is to know Dana White. Mm-hmm. And so like local UFC fighters who are like trying to work their way up to the ranks. Yeah, that's very accurate. Um so yeah, so they all paint their face like this. They get their mohawks. Um they load into the plane and then they jump. Um and in the middle of the night, they the jump does not go great. They get hit okay. with um, some flack, and uh, they have to jump early. And he lands eight miles from. Why their they freshly paint the plane? Okay, that <laughs> thing's that thing's more embarrassing than going to war with a with a bad paint job. Bad paint job. <laughs> now, uh, the, there was a reason for that. They put white stripes along the bottom to identify theirs for friendly anti-aircraft guns. Got it. To know, oh, that's ours. Um, <clears throat> yeah, don't kill us. Yeah, don't shoot us down. But also, the enemy, you know us. That's the one. <laughs> That's us. We've never kill done us. That. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. No, they painted big targets underneath <laughs> so that the friendly fire would know not to shoot there. <laughs> they painted this big thing that said uh, uh, musicals. We are not. <laughs> these are music boys. These are not soldier Just boys. Music boys. <laughs> And they're down there like, I don't know if that's, do we shoot it? I don't know what we do. If we hit it, do you think it'll sing? Um, and so they, they got hit and they had to jump early. Um, <clears throat> he lands about eight miles from their target, that bridge. And so he starts uh, hiking uh, it. Yeah, trying to, trying to find his way through that. And he gets in a couple altercations, nothing crazy. Um, ends up managing to find one other person from his company um, the filthy 13 uh, and but this guy has no weapon. He lost his weapon in the fall and so he hands him a couple of his grenades um, and he's like I'm keeping my M1 grand. And he's like, but you can have my grenades and we're gonna go. We're gonna go take this bridge and somehow they pull it off. They get over to this bridge. Um, they make it there by the time they made it there. Another paratrooping company managed to also like they came yeah. came across this paratrooping company. And there was a uh, commander there who's on a different mission. And the commander was like, well, I'm in charge of you now. I'm going to pull rank and I need you to come help me run security on this thing. Um, and he's and so Jake is like, okay, yeah, can I have a couple of your men to come help me do that? And he's like, yeah, you can have these people come help you. And so they kind of split ways. He's going to run security. They're going and, and he Jake just, was like, yeah, we're not doing any of that. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, our job's the bridge. And they're like, oh, but the commander said we go. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Shut up. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's exactly what happens. I'm uh, a war hero. Look <laughs> yes. at my face. Look at my hair. Do you Look have my plain paint. paint on your face right now? <laughs> yeah, it looks like you have. I don't know. No paint on your. Which face. Which one of us do you think is crazy? <laughs> you want to find out. You want to find out. Let me sing to you. <laughs> la 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 la. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he takes this group of men and they they go and they successfully take this bridge while they're holding this bridge down. The other commander's off doing his thing. He has no idea that yeah. this guy went a wall. While they're holding down this bridge, um, there's about a dozen of them, right? While holding down this bridge, a group of German soldiers falling back from the main uh, the beach of Normandy is fallen back. They've there's 700 of them. They come up to the bridge oh. and the commanding the commander of that German army is like, hey, you he's should like, surrender. He's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got a gun <laughs> and I will 
shoot all of you. <laughs> and they're like, what? what? <laughs> 700 of them versus yeah. 12. Yeah, and like, they go, okay. Yeah. And so he says, um, he's the, the German commander is like, you should surrender. You're outmatched. Oh, the German commander. The German commander that. is like, you should oh, surrender. You're outmatched. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And Jake <laughs> says, here's what I think. He says, you're going away from the battle. And he's Wait, like, he's just talking to him. Yeah. He's like, hey, hold on, hold on. Let's negotiate. Goes, <laughs> all right, let's talk this through. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Listen, you put all these add-ons on. I don't want to pay for any of that. Okay. <laughs> like I came here to get a Toyota Sienna. Okay. And you're like, oh, it's gonna cost three thousand. We put a little, we put this, you know, we get this three-year warranty on it. I don't want any of that. I don't want the warranty. Tell me what the what the what's the price I'm gonna walk out of here with it. You know, he's it's a used car. Yeah, here. yeah. He's haggling them. Pretty much. He says, he says, I see you're going this way. The battle's that way. So I'm that, going that tells way. me that the battle's not going well for you guys right now. And he said, so he's, he says, so I'm pretty sure. He said, we give it a couple minutes. And he's like, we're gonna have a whole group of my allies coming up this hill behind you. And then you're gonna be pinned between the two of us. He said, that's option A. We can go with that option if you want. Option B. Uh, he said you could surrender to us and you guys are fine and there's no problems and all of you survive. We just take you as POWs and everything's okay. And he said option D. He said, or <laughs> yeah, let's stick with D. Option sure. D. <laughs> he says option D. He said we got the high ground, and we, which they did. They had a high ground. They had a couple. Was of he yelling from a hill? We have the high ground. <laughs> they did have a high ground. There was this ravine that they were going to have to cross to get to them. And so he said we already have mills. Uh, machine gun like roosts set up here and he said so you can try to cross this ravine to get to us, but we got the high ground. We got our machine gun uh, spots and so even though there's only like a dozen of us and there's 700 of you, we really have the upper hand in this situation anyways and uh, the German guy was like nah and so he's like we're going to just come up there and take you and so they tried to cross the ravine by the time they got to the other end of the ravine and were climbing up the hill. They had already mowed down almost all of them and they took the leftover as POWs and only suffered one casualty in the affair. And so these dozen men took on 700 people, 700 Germans and they won and then the reinforcements showed up and they had succeeded in their goal. What? When only one of him and they were like, whoa, dude, <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that you did that. I'm so impressed. By what you did here, so crazy. Like, it's like amazing. Has you anybody, smell so bad, <laughs> yeah, but that should, was cool. Hey, you should go see that beach over there. You should Why take you a go dip. in the ravine. Yeah, you should dip in there. <laughs> so, how about you storm the beach? Yeah, you should storm the beach <laughs> and just lay in the water for a while, like just a long time, like as long as you can. Here's some soap for uh, if you need it. Um. Hey, it's me again. Thanks for being here for this episode. Uh, if you like what we're doing, it does cost us money to do this. Uh, and so just think about that. You know, that's it. Uh, I'm kidding. No, uh, we have Patreon supporters and it really helps us to make this show possible. Honestly, we're so grateful for everyone who listens to the show, uh, but there's uh, there's people who um, want to make more of it happen and so they financially support the show and, and you get a lot back for it. You get our private discord uh, where we chat every day. We're hanging out and just getting to bond and hang out. We also do live zoom hangouts for our Patreon supporters. You get exclusive merch. Uh, it's a good time. There's a lot, there's a lot in it for you um, and, and it's 
it's a lot in it for us because we get to know you better. You know, you're not just a, a number in a stat board or whatever, but you know, you're our friends and we appreciate you a lot. So consider doing that. Um, if not, then you can listen to this dumb little ad because that's how we're going to get money from you. <laughs> we're going to leech from you either way. We're going to get paid. We're in this for the cold hard cash, baby. <laughs> Anyway, here's an ad. How do they how do they get it though? I realized I forgot to put a CTA in mine. Oh, damn. You were doing it. Yeah, they can text Tillin to six six eight six six. Thanks, Jared. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So yeah, so he successfully that's crazy. This, this giant group of soldiers. So he gets he gets shipped back to base after this this whole affair or whatever. Um, and they're like, "Good job, you did you did good." And then he said some stuff, and they're like, "We don't like you. Get out of here." But they ended up tracking down the majority of his his group, and they reunited the filthy thirteen ish. Um, well, it wasn't quite thirteen anymore, but they still called sure. him that. Um, they went on a couple more jumps that were were pretty successful. Um, not as successful as that. Um, there was one really notable moment where they dropped behind enemy lines and they were clearing this whole town in Holland. And in one of the houses, see here, I need to paint the whole picture. So as they would, clean, yeah. their, their strategy for cleaning these houses is they would, uh, they would break a window, they would throw some grenades in, and then they would go into the house through the door. And then what they would do is they would crawl when they went in because the dust would kick up and it would be all up in the air and they couldn't see if they were standing. So if they were crawling, they could see where they were going and they could take out any hostels that were still there after the grenades went off. Sure. So they were crawling through all these houses as they were clearing this village in Holland. In one of the houses, um, Jake happened to find a chicken who had laid six eggs and he was stoked about the eggs. He's like, oh my God. (laughs) He's like, like, I've been looking for eggs everywhere. I I killed that chicken though. (laughs) (laughs) And so he fight the chicken with my hands. And so he decided to take the eggs because he's like, I need those those eggs. And so he put them in his cargo pant pocket. And, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, here's the here's the problem though. If I'm carrying this these eggs around in my cargo pa- pant pocket. And then he goes to clear another house, <laughs> right? And Breaks a window, <laughs> throws two eggs. And he's like, oh, oh dang shoot. it. <laughs> Imagine you're sitting in your house and, and someone breaks a window and then just, just two, two full eggs. <laughs> And you're like, what? And then someone kicks in your door and they're they're on the ground and they're like, something feels different. (laughs) And you're just sitting there, your chair, and you're like, uh, and then his cargo pants explode. (laughs) (laughs) Got no legs. So he he put him in his cargo pants and because he didn't want to smash his eggs. He's news. He's crawling through these houses and so he's like I got him in my cargo pants. I'm gonna smash those eggs if I crawl on them. So he crawls on one side to keep his eggs safe. Wait, the rest of dozen this, eggs. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, hey, eggs. I'm the medic. Are you injured? No, no I'm just protecting. No, my I'm eggs. just protecting my eggs. Uh, it's an instinctual thing I'm doing. I don't know. I saw him and I was sitting on him earlier trying to keep him warm. So I gotta just save let these me eggs. be. Yeah, let me save these eggs. 
So <laughs> I love eggs, dude. <laughs> and it was a pretty successful campaign, but for him, it was super successful. Yeah. Getting those eggs. He They're like, dude, egg, egg boy is a weird guy, man. <laughs> e G G guy. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, you're about to say EA sports. I was like, EA what sports? E- a sports. We got eggs. We got the eggs. <laughs> we got the eggs. <laughs> Have I told that story on the podcast before? <laughs> what could that possibly mean? <clears throat> we got eggs. Have I told that story before? What are you talking about? I in high school, I had this dream. <laughs> 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 I had this dream where my school changed our mascot to the eggs <laughs> and they were like breakfast eggs <laughs> and they like painted on the center of the field just an egg <laughs> and we had this school chant that we would do at games and we'd be like go eggs <laughs> and it was the funniest thing in the world to me. So I got a bunch of these buttons and I took printer paper and I taped them over around the button and I wrote go oh, eggs. campaign for, but you didn't explain any of this. You never told anybody. To you just gave them out of school. school. Oh, we're the Lutheran eggs. We're, yeah, go eggs. <laughs> and it's still the best thing. The Washington football team should have became the Washington eggs. That is the funniest team name in the you world. You never told to me. me this story. <laughs> Washington, go eggs. Can you imagine that? I, I can't believe you have a wife. <laughs> Me neither. Um, I told her that. I'm surprised it didn't work out. There was a lot of double dates we went on where people were like, "Yeah, we don't ever want to double date with you guys." <laughs> we don't really like that guy. Yeah, if you could stop bringing him around stuff. Um, so, I don't know, man. I just got good ideas. So he protected his eggs all through the campaign, and uh, I don't know how the actual campaign went. I think it went well. We just the student section is just like get scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of the scrambler. Do you use a scrambler? What kind of no. rich person are you? No, I just use a fork. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, Who's sorry. using a like a little whisk? Who's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so he goes on a couple of these these campaigns that go well, um, continually getting in these major disagreements with uh, uh, commanding officers. Won't mm-hmm. salute anyone. Won't call them by their names. Uh, <laughs> it's, sure, you know, uh, just a real trouble to be around. Smells bad. All the stuff. Um, and so eventually, his commanding officers are like, "You know what we're gonna do?" And he's like, "What?" And <laughs> the, he's like, "We're gonna send you to the specific." paratrooping squad and this specific squad. Um, they were called the pathfinders and what they did is they were the first people in an area and they got dropped to find the path um, and it was very, <laughs> it was very weird. <laughs> this actually ended up becoming uh, the church of Scientology. Uh, so <laughs> oh wow. You will find, find the, the path. path. <laughs> now they dropped. They would drop them in. They would drop eight of these guys. Okay. Behind enemy lines, days before the operation, whatever operation they were going to do, and they would sneak around the enemy lines, um, and they would have these two devices, and so they would split into two groups. They'd have these two devices, and so they would imagine you're one of the other eight. 
Maybe <clears throat> you paratroop in, right? And you're like kind of sneaking. You're like. And then you just hear. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you're like, what is going on? And. Ding, 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 ding. And he's just over there. Hey, you want some eggs? Hey, I, found, I found some eggs. Keep your voice down. What are you doing right now? <laughs> We're literally in an you enemy like them base. Sunny side up or scrambled? <laughs> they left their eggs out. Well, I can't. I can't help myself. <laughs> what? What kind of soldier just leaves their eggs lying around like Tossing this? Tossing eggs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he. <laughs> Uh, so they would split in these groups. There's eight of them. They had these two devices that would send signals back to base to be like, here's where you're going to do your stuff, right? Okay. Um, and uh, they gave them two devices instead of one because um, the they were going to lose one. Well, they were going to, yeah, they were going to lose one device and they sent eight soldiers because they on average lost seven. Um, and so they would send what? Eight. And because it was, it was the most dangerous job you could have in the military. And this was a job that was only you could only be a volunteer. That's how dangerous it was. You, they could not assign you on this job. You could only volunteer. And so they told this guy, they said, Hey, we think you should volunteer for this. We think you'd be like, just like your, your guest. And they're set. like, you know what? I bet you couldn't do it without getting blisters. <laughs> and he's like, what'd you say? You think I, I said, get, I was just, you know, I, I mean, maybe, maybe, you could, I mean, maybe you could, maybe you could, you know, but I don't know. It seems like it's a, pr- a pretty blistery it's job. It's so blistering. Uh, everybody's not done. That's gotten blisters. He's like, I don't even need to change my socks. I won't change my socks. Matter of fact, I won't even bathe. You don't do that normally. Yeah, he's like, well, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm just saying the I reason I like that. I won't either. Like I'm just saying I also like I know I normally, but three this, things about me. <laughs> I don't bathe. I don't change my socks and I don't got lice. <laughs> Explain that science. A R M Y guy. A R M Y guy. And so he's thinking about it and he's like, well, he's like, there's they're actually legitimately trying to get rid of me now. Um, and yeah, they're trying like, to kill me. He's like, he's like, they're trying to get rid of me. And he's, so he's thinking about it. He's thinking through this thing. This is uh, 1943 at the at the point. And so he's like, he's like, this war has been going on for a long time. Chances are we're close to the end of it. Things have been going really well. And he's like, he's like, he's like so I got those 700 guys. Yeah, I took out those 700 guys. I saved those eggs. <laughs> It's been a good time. Um, and he's like, he's like, the war's been going great. Uh, it's going on for a long time. It's got to be close to over. And he's like, if they send me to do pathfinding, I have to go to pathfinding school. They're going to send me off to that. He said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long trip to get over there. And sure. then I got to go through the whole thing. Maybe school. I can just wait out the time. Yeah, he's like, maybe I can. Maybe if I fail the tests on purpose. Yeah. <clears throat> then <laughs> that I never I'm have in pathfinder to go. school. <laughs> and they're like, dude, write your name. I don't, I don't know my name. I don't know. What do I write? He's like looking off the person next to him. <laughs> this, and so he's sitting there thinking about. It. He's like, he's like, ah, maybe, maybe not. Like, I don't know how. Like, what if not? Like, and he's going back and forth, and then he remembers that the town that pathfinding school is happening in is in England, and is right next to a major university, and all the men are at war. Oh. <laughs> And he says, "Sign I'll me go." Up. <laughs> That's legitimately why he did it. And so he goes to pathfinding school. This is the 1940s. <laughs> Ain't nobody else got a mohawk right now. <laughs> yeah, he was very exotic, especially in England. <laughs> None of their dads want me to take them out. 
but it don't matter. All their dads are at war. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes to pathfinding school. Uh, lo and behold, the war didn't end before he finished uh, and he ends up having to go pathfind. <laughs> and he is uh, one of the pathfinders uh, leading up to the Battle of the Bulge. And I don't know if you know okay. a lot about that battle, but it's I a do. very significant battle mm-hmm. in World War Two. Yeah. Um, long story short, the things he did uh, allowed uh, the 101st Airborne Division that was trapped to survive long enough for the reinforcements to arrive, which was reinforcements of 350,000 soldiers. Jeez. And it was pretty much the deciding moment in the European front. Uh, and it was his arrival and his pathfinding mission where he brought that device to show where the supply drops should drop that allowed the 101st to survive as long as they did. Wow. Because they lost contact with him. I think uh, the, the number is ridiculous. I don't, I can't find it. I heard it in a podcast or something. I don't have it. I should write it down. Should I wrote it down? Wrote it down. <laughs> but over the course of a couple of days. I couldn't hear what you said. I don't know if we got to bleep that or not. <laughs> Over the course of, oh, hey, hey, I found it. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It was six eggs. Six eggs is how many he had. <laughs> What's the number? Uh, so. <clears throat> In the first 24 hours, they called 247 supply drops. Uh, by the second day, they called another 160, and by the fourth day, they called another 269. Um, so a ridiculous amount of supply drops to be able to hold over the 101st Airborne Division, which for uh, a matter of a few days, like no one had heard from. And yeah. So they thought they were dead. Um, so a ridiculous amount of supply drops. Sure. All thanks to him are what led to the victory in the battle of the bulge. So wow, he <clears throat> that was his fourth drop, which was a huge deal because most paratroopers don't survive. In world, yeah, only make it two. through two. Yeah, yeah, and so he already was a record holder and he ended up getting just a ridiculous amount of um, badges. Uh, well, well, I was thinking about this today. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it's badges are such an interesting concept to me. I, like I get like it's a morality. Here's thing. mad you don't have any. Don't I do this. Am, don't I devalue am, the sacrifice of our men and women in the military service because you're sitting here unbadged. That's okay? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, Ken, what if we that's did an MTV that series, by the way, trademark unbadged. unbadged. <laughs> what if we did like corporate badges? <laughs> okay. What if what what if that does I, feel like that does feel I like I something a corporation <laughs> miles instead of twenty six point two? Could I still get a sticker on my car? <laughs> what if I did a hundred days in the Peloton? Can that's, I get a free shirt? Sound, that's the sound of a guy who hasn't been toughened up by the army. Yet. What if I? <laughs> Corporate badges does sound like something a corporation would do, though. Yeah, like, here's your badge for, and it's awkward. It's yeah. embarrassing. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is it? Like, why the is military? It it's things that matter. They're literally shaping history. I don't know. I mean, other jobs matter. Why don't they get when badges? you're getting you're hitting the sales quota? You don't deserve a medal of honor. I mean, if you got shot in the process, <laughs> then yeah, you should. They give badges to like police officers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to shoot know. you? So you can have a badge. <laughs> I'm curious what it feels like. <laughs> I just don't think I've ever heard that bad. 
Here's your badge. Uh, okay, so he, here's what he got. He got the combat infantry badge, the parachutist badge, the pathfinder badge, bronze star medal um, with a combat V, uh, uh, purple heart twice, uh, the American campaign medal, the European African Middle Eastern <laughs> campaign medal, uh, the World War II victory medal, the Army of Occupation medal, the Legion of Honor, and five overseas service bars, and interestingly enough, this is the whole reason I did this whole list. Sure. The good conduct medal, which sounds oh. like a miss. <laughs> sounds like he shouldn't have got that one. I'm just well, gonna... it sounds like I mean, after you do all the other stuff, they're like, hey, <laughs> let's give him a good conduct. They did that one to be ironic. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, ah, isn't this funny? Uh, this guy also got a they're good like, conduct. And, and they did the, they did the yeah. whole thing all at one ceremony. <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. and the good conduct. Bit. And everyone was like, Oh, and everyone yeah. there was like, ha ha ha! It's a yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. You know? And Tommy, who doesn't have that many medals, was like, "Well, I I couldn't get the good conduct badge. This guy smells so bad." That's how I imagine in the forties. Did I do the forties? It's 40s interesting accent? that you chose a, a fake name that was so similar to yours. Well, like, and just, Tommy, and you're Tommy, like, oh, Tommy, Tommy's an angry slip. Tommy's an angry forties dude. Like from the forties, Tommy, he's yeah. angry. What else is Tommy? What else does Tommy feel? Tommy, <laughs> Tommy doesn't understand why the other, the rest of the world doesn't see things the way Tommy sees things. Tommy understands everything better than everybody. Tommy else gets does. what's going on. <laughs> Tommy doesn't understand why everyone else gets a badge and there's no corporate badge. Why does what? Tommy build Tommy forty three websites and no one says thank Tommy you? Tommy wants a badge. Tommy wants a badge. <laughs> Tommy sees through what the deep state is doing when everybody else knows. Tommy tries to tell him. Tommy knows that that person right there isn't real, but <laughs> nobody cares. Tommy tried to go to this new Christian movie that's out, and the theater was a little too warm. The this Hollywood elite so doesn't want me to watch it. <laughs> nobody likes Tommy. They don't like us, so they kicked us out of this conference. <laughs> and Tommy's sad. T O M M Y guy. Sad. <laughs> All right. So uh, here he is now. Well, this is him like ten years ago. He's uh, he died in 2013. But uh, here he is like ten years ago. Um, is this colorized? <laughs> no, this is not. Um, but yeah, he still does the hair. The paint never came <laughs> off. It was permanent marker. <laughs> Plain paint. It's on his face forever. Yeah. No, yeah, he 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 became a celebrity in the early 2000s when uh, someone he orated his story to someone and they wrote it down in a book. Which I, honestly. I'm suspicious of sometimes when I hear that um, uh, like he's got all the medals and stuff. So like surely like this stuff happened, but like uh, did the fight happen? Did like did the eggs happen? Like like <laughs> what have you made up? You only up the egg part. The what if he mowed it's down like, 700 Germans like, this story's not interesting enough, <laughs> but he's he is ridden with guilt into his like on his deathbed. He admits he was hey, 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 I gotta tell you something. Come here. <laughs> I need you to know there's part of my Story. memoir that I lied it's about. Not true. It's not true. Of course, he goes. <laughs> the eggs. <laughs> there's no the eggs. eggs. There's no eggs. <laughs> 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 like his dying words were <laughs> the, the eggs, eggs, but he's not actually dead. Oh, you're still here. You're still here. Yeah, I lied about the eggs. I lied about the eggs. You can go now. You can leave. The eggs. The eggs. That's how he ended <laughs> that's his book. What he wants to end the eggs. And that's how the war happened. The eggs. <laughs> it was a typo. I like the picture. But he orated it. 
What do you mean it's a typo? And the orator sitting there was like, okay. Um, eggs. <laughs> That's a weird, weird way to end it. All right. I like the picture of him on launch day and he's like laying down in bed and next to his wife and she's already there reading her magazine and he's laying down and getting under the covers. He's like, you think they'll know? Just honey, they'll know. <laughs> she's she's so she's so mad about it. she's so over the she's eggs lie so dude. Mad. she's known about the eggs lie for years all right he tells the eggs lie at every dinner <laughs> every party dinner we party. go to yeah, yeah, and yeah. he brings it up and she gives him a knowing look that's like come on honey yeah she makes eggs I know the eggs weren't there <laughs> and he and he, honestly it was fourteen hundred German soldiers he keeps <laughs> he, downplaying he the soldiers he's downplaying the German soldiers part <laughs> made up six eggs every day for ever since they launched the book every day she makes six eggs and she calls them in there. They're sunny side up and she's like, she's like, you see the eggs and he's like, yeah, and then she drinks the six sunny side up eggs like their orange <laughs> juice right in front of him and says the eggs aren't real. <laughs> You're nasty. Take a shower. <laughs> All right. Tommy doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's the story of Jake McNasty. It gets so weird. Weirdest persons. Oh wow! <laughs> so you're saying that's the eggs of the episode? That's the eggs. All right. <laughs> the eggs. <laughs> Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaren Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night. <laughs>